Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's Sandy Max. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you? John McCure is out today. Guest host, actor Andrew Varela in the studio with me. Co-anchoring news, Wyatt Barmore-Pooley and Bob Brainerd in for Greg Matzik on another day of spring break with sports. Mike Spalding in for Debbie Lazaga with traffic updates. And Adam Roberts is producing. So you got the spring break crew, but I'll tell you what feels like spring. Milwaukee Brewers baseball. Baseball. Spring training just ended uh, Thursday. We'll see how the weather treats us in Chicago. Yeah, it's it's going to be messy around here, which means that it might be messier even south of us in, in in Chicago. But but we'll see. I mean, they always try to get opening day in. Now, of course, in Milwaukee next week, we'll get it in no matter what because they're going to shut the big shell on top, yeah. even if it's if Mother Nature doesn't cooperate. Mm-hmm. But th- they'll do their best to try to get it in. because And, and they do have the built-in Friday off so that if it's a complete mess on Thursday in Chicago, then they would just say, okay, guys, can it, and we'll, we'll try it again on Friday. So we'll, we'll see. Feels like springtime, though. That's going to be a lot of fun. And, Andrew, we were enjoying you uh, and your national anthem singing. Yes. In 2019. You get another shot? Uh, uh, you know what? I mean, they haven't changed it, so I guess I, I don't have to learn a new song. They haven't changed the song? Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I, you get another <laughs> shot at, at AmFam Field. Are you on the docket this season? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably now after this. I'm sure they're going to be banging down my door <laughs> trying to get me to do it. Bucket list to sing at the Brewers game. If you are ready for baseball like me, Bob, and Andrew are, uh, tomorrow... A great reason to come out to American Family Field. It's the second annual Brewers Eve Bash, and we'll be broadcasting live there at American Family Field in the restaurant that used to not have a name. Now, now it's it got a good name, and it's going to be Brewing Beer, the new Jay Leinenkugel's Barrel Yard. You are invited to join us on location. It is going to be free. It is going to be fun. And Raleigh Fingers is going to be a special guest on the wow. show tomorrow. Hall of Famer. You know, you know yep. when I was doing Titanic, I had a, uh, I had a handlebar mustache, and uh, a homeless guy yelled, Raleigh, you ain't no Raleigh Fingers. Oh, when, no. I, yeah, when I was walking <laughs> past him. So, so there and you go. And you said you are correct. I, I am actually yes, sir, I am not. an architect of yes. the Titanic. <laughs> but uh, Raleigh Fingers is going to be there, and he will not only be on the air with us, but he'll also be signing autographs starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Our broadcast will start at three full details at wtmj.com but uh, get in that spirit with us tomorrow at the brewers eve bash and if you can't join us on site you can always tune in the wisconsin afternoon news because we greg matzik will be back yep and sandy will be there oh, and i'll goodness. be there and, and raleigh, <laughs> raleigh will be there and and we'll give you an idea of what the place is like and 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 that may involve some some sampling Oh, of, yeah. of the product on site, yeah. just so we can pass it along to the viewers, exactly. uh, the, the, and then, the listeners. And then you're I, dedicated. I'll let you know exactly what I think about you <laughs> and what I think about other people and all kinds of good stuff like that, yeah. Good to be fun. Join us tomorrow for the Brewers' Eve bash, and stay with us. We have a very exciting announcement about a very meaningful veterans' benefit coming up in September here in Milwaukee. That's next on WTMJ. It's our pleasure to be the official announcement for a very profound and important event that is coming up in September, a veterans benefit. They'll be happening at Skylight Music Theater. You might have heard earlier, uh, Susan Varela, the executive director of Skylight Music Theater, joined us uh, to talk about a different show called Super You, which sounds like a very fun musical. Uh, But now we welcome the Skylight Artistic Director, Michael Unger, and a very special playwright named Scott Mann. Welcome, gentlemen, to WTMJ. 
Thank you. Hey, thanks for Honor having me. to be here. Well, well, uh, you know, Michael, we wanted to make sure that we were able to get in the dates for Super U that uh, that your executive director so carelessly forgot to mention. Uh, so if you could if you could throw those out there, that would be great, just so that people can can yeah. know more about that. Yeah, Andrew, you tell Susan the dates are May twenty sixth through June eighteenth. Okay, I will. I and will. It's, it's more than a fun musical. It is fun, but it is so empowering and inspiring. Um, and, you know, we love to inspire on our stage, and that certainly is what we're going to be doing in September with Scott's piece. And, Michael, I think that the costumes are going to be great anytime you have a bunch of female superheroes. You know? Uh, well, that's true. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Lots to look forward Always. to. Um, but I will tell you, when uh, Andrew and I were talking, and we were talking about some of the great plans that Skylight has uh, in mind, uh, the name Gary Sinise came up. And everyone, I think, as soon as you hear... Gary Sinise's name, mm -hmm. you certainly remember him as Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump, but I think he has just really come to symbolize care for veterans. Mm -hmm. Veterans, and, first responders, yes. and, you know, taking care of their families, just wonderful, wonderful work for, for all these people who do so much for all of us. And it turns out, Michael, that uh, you are friends with Gary Sinise and you have cooked up something for September in Milwaukee. Well, I don't know that I cook it up, but Gary called me and asked me about it, which I, to which I said, of course, but you'll hear about it from Scott. But So I was lucky enough to grow up in a right place at a right time when Gary Sinise and Terry Kinney and Jeff Perry started the theater, Steppenwolf Theater Company in my hometown of Highland Park. And I was there in 1976, and I helped them paint the walls black of the basement of a church that became their first theater. Um, and I was there for every single show. In fact, Gary and uh, Terry tell this story about how they used to beat up, and it's on radio, so you can't see I'm beat up as in quotes, um, Mikey Unger in the parking lot before they would <laughs> charge on stage as these teenage maniacs in a play called Indian Wants the Bronx. So they sort of push me against the dumpster or pretend to push me against the dumpster as their preparation for their, you know, very high-octane performance. Anyway, um, but I became good friends with Gary and Terry and all those folks and watched that theater company become born. And it was about as thrilling as, as it can be. It's been an inspiration ever since to me. Um, everything that I've done in the theater has somehow has roots in that experience of watching these people come together as artists to create something that was important to them, telling stories they wanted to tell. They didn't really think about the audience much, what would happen, and our hometown fell in love with them, catapulted them to Chicago. Chicago fell in love with them, catapulted them worldwide, and now they're one of the major theaters in the world um, in a very important company. But Gary has always been incredibly dedicated to uh, vets. Um, he has uh, vets in his family, um, and he did a play called Tracers, many years ago, which I saw, which is sort of part of the root of how he get, can connect with Scott and last out. So um, Gary called me and said, I got this fabulous, uh, inspiring, empowering uh, show that is written by a vet, performed by vets and people that are vet families, and I'd love to do it at your theater. And I went to see it at Steppenwolf. It was mind-blowing and stunning and glorious. And there was a talk back after the show uh, with the entire audience, many of whom are vets, and I think, uh, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong, when I was there at Steppenwolf, I feel like there were these two men who hadn't seen each other since Korea who were sitting next to each other in the audience that night. Anyway, but yeah. I, you, Scott yeah. should talk to you about this piece because he wrote it, he lived it. It's unbelievable, so Scott, please do your thing. I would say, let me just interrupt for a second by saying, Scott, I merely introduced you as a playwright because I was going to build this up, but you have some Im incredible... Credentials. You're a former Green Beret lieutenant colonel, 
and an Afghanistan veteran. So thank you first and foremost for your service. Yes. And for being able to tell stories in this creative way to help people understand what your experience has been and also bring together veterans when they're not in service because I know that's also part of the lifestyle and and what can be missing if you don't have a mission. So when your mission becomes performing on stage and telling this story. So uh, congratulations on all of that achievement and thank you again for your service. No, thank you so very much. That that means more than you know and um Michael, thank you for the kind words. And and honestly, when I, you know, I did about 23 years in the army and 18 of that as a green beret. And I did a lot of tours in Afghanistan. And one of the things that when I came out of the, you know, the military, I, I was I was so struck by the fact that most of the country just did not have exposure to the military community, to the life of a military family, to what our kids went through in this 20 year war. And it, it really it bothered me. And I, and I felt like um, one of the things that I wanted to do as a storyteller was to, to help people understand the cost and sacrifice of modern war. And it, several mentors that, that kind of moved me down the, 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 the road of becoming a playwright and then to complete my midlife crisis, an actor at age 50. <laughs> um, and, but it was really Gary's book, Grateful American, when I read that and I saw what he had done with Tracers that Michael was alluding to. I was so moved by that because I thought, man, the Vietnam uh, era guys did this. We're post 9-11. We could do this. And so I set about. Uh, the effort to put together a cast of all veterans and military family members. And, and we toured the country in 2019 in a U-Haul van, and we put 28,000 miles on it. And we, we came to Chicago and other places. And then Gary had heard of the play after the collapse in Afghanistan. He contacted me, and he said, hey, I think the country needs, you know, a modern-day equivalent to Tracers. Would you be open to performing it in Steppenwolf and then taking it on the road? And after my wife picked me up off the floor, <laughs> um, we we said yes. And we, we had the opportunity to perform the play in Steppenwolf, and Michael and others were there. And, and now we're getting ready to kick it off, and, and we'll be able to bring the tour um, to, uh, to Milwaukee. And we're, we're just so excited about it. We are wildly excited to welcome you. The play is called Last Out, and you'll be performing it September 22nd and 23rd at Skylight Music Theater. Uh, uh, Actually, and Colonel Colonel Mann, I I do want to know, having been in combat, you've been in combat, which is scarier, combat or opening night of a play when you're going to be the actor? You know, they each have their own degree of fear, and, and obviously combat has combat has a level of fear that is impossible to describe unless you've lived it. But you know what? So does acting. Okay. Okay. See, now I feel better about myself and my choices in life. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> to I may add, however, um, yeah. sure. Oh, sorry. All, all, all proceeds from the performance go back to the Gary Sinise Foundation. By the way, that is just. Wonderful. Thanks to each of you. Michael Unger, Skylight's Artistic Director, for making this possible and making that connection happen with your relationship with Gary Sinise. And Lieutenant Colonel Scott Mann, thank you for your service and for bringing this production to life. We really look forward to seeing you September 22nd and 23rd at Skylight Music Theater for this very special Veterans Benefit. It's an honor. Thank you so Thanks much. Window and door need. Wisconsin's afternoon news on WTMJ. Mm. 
Wisconsin's Afternoon News, WTMJ, I'm Sandy Max. Andrew Varela, guest host for John Mercure today. Bob Brainerd in for Greg Matzik on sports. And right now we check in with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Kristen Kershane. We have some Hello. important questions for you. How are you doing? Okay, I'm good. Hopefully I have answers to those important questions. I know that you do. First of all, I'm hearing... <laughs> According to the TMJ4 forecast, that there might be snow tomorrow morning? Oh, there is, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yes. How much? Yes. Yeah, th- th- those uh, are the next lot. questions. Okay. Oh, yay. Okay, good. It's not a lot. Oh. Yeah, it's not a lot of snow. Uh, the timing is not good. It comes during the morning commute. Uh, I would say from 4 a.m. to 9, 10 a.m., when we're going to watch some snow drop from north to south with a cold front that moves through. So even though it's not a lot of snow, I want people to know that it's going to come during that morning commute time and may slow things down for the commute. So you might need a few extra minutes for the ride to work. But it's an inch or less okay. of total snow. Not necessarily needing to know. shovel. Yeah. yeah, You're not going to have to shovel, but, but it doesn't take a lot to cause some problems on the roads. And it's also going to be very cold tomorrow. It's going to feel very winter-like uh, in the morning. Wind chills will be in the teens, and in the afternoon, wind chills will only be in the 20s. And so you're still going to want the warm jacket. Pretty winter, winter-like winter day. But the, the snow moves through in the morning, and then it moves out really quickly, and we will transition back to sunshine uh, Wednesday afternoon. So it'll, it'll look nice. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. Yeah. Of more importance, yeah. Kristen, opening day, Wrigley Field, Brewers-Cubs, Thursday afternoon. Will they get it in, or is it going to be yucky? <laughs> no, I think it, I think it'll be fine. Um, they don't have a a roof or anything. They do. Right? Not. It's Wrigley <laughs> Field. Nope. You're just out there. Yeah. Yep. You're just um, out there. So I think in Chicago, temperatures will probably be in the 40s on Thursday. There's a slight chance for some showers. What time is the game? One twenty. First pitch. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's fine. There, there's a pretty slim chance that there's maybe some afternoon showers, but it, anything would probably be pretty light and, and not a big deal. But dress, dress warm. It's not going to be that warm. Thank you, Kristen. You want to walk us through uh, the next couple of days now that we know it'll be a little bit of snow tomorrow and then sunshine and then the next few days? Yeah, so actually some really interesting weather over the next couple of days. Here on Thursday, uh, temperatures in the 40s. Later in the afternoon into the evening, our next system is going to start to move in. As it moves in, we may see kind of a wintry mix initially, quickly changes over to rain showers uh, as we get into Thursday evening. By late Thursday night, we may have enough instability that we get some rumbles of thunder. So you may hear that outside Thursday night. Then Friday, we've got on and off rain, temperatures warming into the 50s, maybe a few 60s, but that comes with the rain, and it also comes with a chance for thunderstorms and a conditional chance for maybe some strong storms on Friday. Um, So we're going to be watching that pretty closely, and we'll continue to update you as we head through the week. But we'll watch that for Friday afternoon into Friday night. Then a cold front comes through Friday night. We cool it back off, and we may change over to some snow as we kick off the weekend because it's springtime in wisconsin Kristen. where it's all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey what's uh, life without a little variety right you got it thank you very much Kristen kershane storm team four meteorologist i'm sandy max john mercure on a bit of a spring break so actor andrew varela in the studio with us and bob brainerd in for the spring breaking greg matzig and we now welcome 
It's that time of the week. Tuesdays with Zora. Zora Stevenson, how are you? What's going on? Doing well, doing well. What are we talking about today? <laughs> what are we talking about today, Zora? Yeah. You always bring up the crazy different uh, topics, and I love it. Well, we're going musical today because, as I mentioned, Andrew Varela is in the studio with us. Renowned actor has been on Broadway, and mm. he has sung the national anthem at the Milwaukee Brewers game. Right. And, and, and Zora, hi. This is Andrew. And uh, Ben Tainai is a dear friend of mine, and he is the voice of the Bucks. And they, they said that uh, when he has sung, when he sang in the playoffs, they never lost a game. And so they, they actually brought him in to sort of solidify things so that the year that they were became champions. So, uh, you know, I just you, you need to you need you need to get close to him because he is a magical talisman for the team. I'm certain of it now. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Ben Tynan. Oh, I yeah? Exactly yeah, we... He, we interacted. You know, we might have been like maybe five feet from each other when the buzzer sounded oh. after Game Six. We well, you'll, that close. yeah, you'll need I'm, to be five I'm feet from familiar. Ben. He's a big guy. He's a big boy. You know, he's got a he's got a bobblehead. They made a bobblehead of him. Uh, uh, as they should. It. No, oh, yeah. It's, got... it's, it's on my shelf at home. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. Yeah. Do you really? You got I a have tiny bobblehead? Of course. He is a lovely, lovely guy. He got a pack of kids. His wife is an angel. He is such a sweet he is such a sweet guy. And I, I've I've done shows with him, I've done concerts with him, and I'm I've just been so happy to see uh to see the success that he's having and, and how the how the Bucks have like leaned into him. It's been it's been so sweet. Yeah. So like we needed one more reason to like the Bucks. I feel like they have such a likable <laughs> team. I mean, I mean, Zora, you're you're with yeah. them. I mean, I feel like Giannis radiates mm-hmm. joy and elite athleticism. But you know, his dad jokes. I feel like Brooke Lopez. Like, I wouldn't want to get into a scuffle with him, but like, he's got that good vibe. Chris Middleton <laughs> exactly. is just smooth. Like, I just, like. It just seems like such a great chemistry and such good people mm-hmm. on our Bucks team. What, what's your perspective, Zora? Oh. Am, I, am I missing something? Is it like, yeah. eh, I gotta tell you. <laughs> tell us the no, dark, tell us the dark secrets. Team, <laughs> this team is, is as advertised, right? Um, what you see is you get in terms of their, their personalities. and they've got, You have to have a sense of humor, though, to be around this group um, because they will joke. As nice as they are, they, they will joke and they will call you out for things. But um, great group of humans, like more so than who they are as basketball players, just just really great humans, and I feel fortunate to be able to kind of see their, their greatness on the court each and every night. Sora, we're winding the regular season down seven games to go. So from your perspective, I mean, the, you're, the Bucks are your beat. You're with these guys almost 24-7. Yeah. Do, do you get to the point, though, where where we are and it's like, what questions do I have left for these guys? I mean, you you're in there asking pregame, postgame, and it's like well, we're all waiting for the playoffs. We're all waiting for that next step. I, I mean, there's got to be times when you just go, I, I got nothing left for these guys. That's why I have my Evergreen tab. I've got this this tab of stories on my computer that I could use at any time that don't have to do with like a specific team or a specific time of the season. Uh, and this is usually the time of year when I, I go into that. Because, yeah, I mean, this team is very much so on track, right where they need to be ahead of the playoffs. Um, and, yeah, you got to talk to them pregame. you got to talk to them. For me, I have to talk to some guys during the game and then after the game and then in the locker room, right? It's a, it's a lot of formulating questions. But usually the game presents things that you want to ask about. And then I'm, I'm just around all the time. And these guys are doing so many things off the court that I want to make sure I highlight as well. So I've, I've got my list of things that I – 
I try to present to the to the viewers each and every night. Zora Stevenson, Tuesdays with Zora. Always a pleasure to visit with you, and let's keep the good vibes going amongst our team. <laughs> all right. Play awesome soon. Talk to you all. You got it. And uh, Andrew Varela. Yes. Thank you for joining me as co-host today well, while John Mercure is on spring break. It's been a, a couple of fun days, and you know, you're know you invited to come out with us tomorrow. Oh, well, okay. You were doing tomorrow afternoon, yeah. Samples. (laughs) Tomorrow afternoon, everybody, you're all invited. Uh, We will be broadcasting live from American Family Field at the J. Leinen Kugel's Barrel Yard, which is what the restaurant with no name used to be, TGI Fridays before that. It sounds so so mysterious when you said the restaurant with no name. It was their their choice, but now (laughs) now it's going to be a real brewery. It didn't work here. Sorry, it was a nice placeholder. But uh, but yeah, tomorrow is the second annual Brewers Eve Bash broadcast to get us in the mood for spring and the boys of summer. And Raleigh Fingers is going to be one of our guests. He'll be there. It's a free open event to the public. Mm-hmm. So that's why I might come on over. Oh. You are invited. Uh, there will be prizes. I get the impression it's sort of like a fan appreciation event just to kick off the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And did mm. you mention the three beers? Exclusive. Yeah. The three beers are on opening day. That's on opening day. Yes. yes. Okay. So I don't know that you'll be able to sample the the three new flavored of Will beers. Will there be any alcohol at this event? Well, okay. it's at a brewery. It's called the Barrel Yard. Yeah. So no. <laughs> I just want to make no sure. No worries. No worries. But it's going to be a really fun time. We're looking forward to broadcasting uh, live there tomorrow. So on behalf of all of us. Me, Andrew Varela, Bob Brainerd, producer Adam Roberts, and Mike Spaulding on traffic today. And Wyatt Barmore-Pooley, who uh, did did the news with us today. Thank you for listening and join us again tomorrow starting at 3 for Wisconsin's Afternoon News. And Andrew, really quickly, where can we find you on on stage next? Uh, Actually, on stage, I'm going to be doing a concert. Uh, You can go to my website, and and I'll have the information up there. I'm going to be doing a concert in April. Uh, Keep an eye out for Tenors MKE, which is the group that I sing with. Uh, We are always doing concerts someplace uh, around around the area with two great friends of mine. And uh, hopefully, uh, I'm going to be doing something at Skylight very soon. Thank you very much, Andrew Varela. Tenorsmke.com.